Hello. Hello, guys. And welcome to another episode of The Good Fighters. We reached 10 plays today. I know they may seem small, but to me, it's like, okay, we got 10 plays. Like, it's, to me, it's better than nothing. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, Yeah, so shout out to everybody who's listening and and following. Um, This is me um, trying, right? This is me um, just trying to be obedient and doing it the best way I know how right now. And yeah, um, I, I appreciate you guys for sticking it out with me because... I know I'm not the most seasoned uh, speaker or the most um, organized speaker all the time, but I'm working on it. So thank you guys. Um, I really wanted to talk to you guys, which is very spontaneous, which I feel like most of my podcast episodes kind of are, right? Which I'm trying to get better with that. So um, stick with me, y'all. Bear with me. And I know God will bring some organization. He'll work on that. Um, but yeah, today, um, I realized God, um, used this sermon and this specific speech speaker, shout out to Pastor Torre at one church in LA. Um, his sermon really opened up my eyes to a lot of things that I feel like God had been pointing out to me or God had been trying to direct me but I just couldn't figure out why I was just so discouraged and why I was just so um just uninterested I told you guys last episode where I felt like the enemy had kind of really been working on me trying to mess with my confidence and really dilute and degrade and destroy my relationship with between me and God because he kept trying to tell me like God is not going to do it for you and I just kept on believing it you know my confidence was low and when I say confidence I don't mean confidence like how I look I mean confidence and like my confidence in God you know and what he would do for me it just was becoming very minimalistic like um you know God may do the bare minimum for me or whatever and I was believing all of these things and a lot of it had tied into just like I told you guys, just like um, shame and guilt um, from like past sins and um, things that I was doing. And I, I just was like, you know, maybe, maybe that's it. Like, you know, but I, I've realized that that was just one aspect of it, right? So the enemy is very strategic in certain situations. This is what I'm learning is that he will slowly chip away at your relationship with God. And when you start to feel a disconnect and you're like, God, I don't know what's going on. You just feel so far because I didn't even know I didn't know what was going on. I just knew like me and God just really felt disconnected. And I knew my attitude was changing. Um, I knew my energy was changing. And I just was like, you know, I don't know why I keep comparing myself to other people. I don't know where all of this is coming from. I'm looking at people funny. I'm looking at people different. 
I'm looking at people like, you know, I'm comparing me to them and I'm just like diminishing myself. I'm lowering myself. Um, My confidence, like I said, was really low and everything. And I'm just like, God, I don't know what's going on. But Pastor Tori brought something to me that I recognized that like the enemy will do this. Um, He will really take the disappointment, right? Because... He kept saying, um, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And hope meaning, um, hope meaning like, how do I put this? Because he put it so very nicely and I should have wrote it down. But hope meaning like faith, hope, like something that you're believing for or um, like to wait. So like waiting for something you're hoping for makes the heart sick. And when you're constantly disappointed because you have to wait for this thing that you're, that you're hoping for, it makes your heart sick. And he was like, you know, it starts to mess with you. Like you can't receive what God is saying about you. And you guys, for the last couple of days, I have been going to sleep listening to I am. And not the song, but it's like a it's it's like a loop of repeated scripture about what God says about you, about all of us. And I've been listening to it as I sleep for less for like the past two or three days. Because I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to come out of this agreement that I keep coming into with the enemy with me just feeling like, you know, just believing lies because I've been disappointed. And I would like to say, or we would like to say, oh, we've been disappointed by God. But what Pastor Torrey brought to me is that it's not just, you have not been disappointed by God. You've been disappointed by your own ignorant expectation. And we make up expectation in our head like, God, oh, I think God is going to do it this way. And then when it does not happen, we are disappointed and we're angry at God and we're upset about God. But the fact is, is that we're limited in how... We see things and we're limited on our viewpoint. We don't know the whole story. So when it doesn't work out in a way that we thought it should, we are disappointed and upset with God. And especially when we're trying to do stuff on our own, like we're trying to do stuff in our own strength. And then we're getting disappointed that God does not allow it to happen. And we take it as rejection or denial. God doesn't care about me. And I started to ask God, like, do you even care about the things that I care about? Because... It just seems like you don't care. Like, everything that I'm believing you to do, you're just not doing. And I'm like, do you even care that I want these things? Do you even care that, you know, this is something that I want to do? Do you even care? Or, like, do do you just want me to live a miserable life where I'm not doing nothing that I enjoy? And this is an honest conversation that I have with God and I will have in my heart where I'm just like, you know, God is not interested in the things that I'm interested in or that I care about. He really does not care because if he did, he would do this thing that I'm believing him for. Pastor Teray was like, basically, um, that that's not true. You know, he's not doing it in the way that you think he's supposed to do it. But you have to remember that he knows all things. So if he's not doing it in that way, obviously he has something better. 
And it's difficult when you're getting disappointment after disappointment or rejection after rejection or denial after denial. And yeah, now it starts to play with you where you're going down this rabbit hole of and you're seeing everybody else stuff, you know, go through and everything like that. And you're like, well, God does not care about me because he's not doing this for me. He's not doing this for me. And it's like that thing is not for you. That's for them. So you start to compare yourself. You start to belittle yourself. You start to think, well, maybe I'm not the person that I thought I am. Or maybe God does not love me the way that I thought he loved me. Or maybe God does not care about me the way that I thought he cared about me. And this is where I was. You know, and this is where I am still being honestly still fighting to come out of. Because I got into this place of just being complacent. He started talking about complacency and how you just get to this point where you're kind of stuck because your heart is sick. Like you're sad in your heart with God. So your heart is sick and now it's affecting the way that you see. Now you're seeing yourself as less than. You you got to think about it. Okay, something happens. You You had high hopes for this thing and you put your all in it. You were so... You were so, you really thought this was going to be the thing. And then it doesn't happen. So now in your heart, you're sick. You're looking like, dang, you know, maybe it was me. Maybe I didn't, you know, measure up. And maybe I'm not really who I thought I was. And maybe, like, maybe God really, maybe I, maybe I heard God wrong. This is not. You know, these things that God has promised me, it's not going to come to pass. Because if it was going to come to pass, this would have been the thing. Right? And that's not it. That's not it. And I recognize I have to forgive myself for disappointing myself. Really. I have to forgive myself for disappointing myself and forgive myself for... Um, just the lack of knowledge, like, and just submit to God that, like, look, God, I thought this, it was going to be this, right? And this didn't happen, and this is where I went. I started to just feel like you don't care about me. This is, you know, like, this is not, you really don't want these things for me, and I'm just going to live a regular life of um, mediocrity. And it's been hard for me to receive you guys, I went to church and a prophet, a apostle had prophesied over me. And when she was like, you need to throw up your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Y'all, when I tell y'all, it took me, it, I fought to even open my mouth to say, thank you, Jesus. And I kept asking myself, God, why am I, why is it such a fight for me to believe these things? Like, why is it such a fight for me to put my faith in the fact that you're going to do something for me? Why is it such a fight? And Pastor Terry just opened my eyes to me seeing that, like, it's because you feel like God disappointed you. But you have to recognize God didn't disappoint you. You did, You disappointed yourself. You don't know all things. Because if you knew that this was going to be it and this was how it was going to go, you would be God. And you're not. You don't know all things. And it's okay that it hurt. It's okay. To say, you know what, God, and I probably have to go through a whole healing process. I probably have to go through a whole process where I'm going to cry and I'm going to mourn. And it's okay to mourn. 
But then you got to get back up and get back into the fight. And I was wondering why, you know, God kept calling me to Lent. He kept calling me to Lent and Psalms and everything like that. He's like, it's okay to mourn. And I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. And I couldn't really hear God when he was speaking because I was upset with him. Like, yes, he, you know, I could hear certain things, but my my ears still were a little filtered from certain subjects. When God, when people speak relationships and marriage and all of this good stuff in my life, it's so hard for me to receive it. I feel like so many people lately have just been like, you know, when you get married and then I'm like, what are y'all talking about? Like, I'm not getting married. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> like, you know, um, I don't know. I don't think God has all of these good things for me. If I'm being open and honest and admitting, I, that's where I was. Like, I wouldn't say it out loud, but this is what I was thinking in my head. I was slowly getting discouraged day by day by day. I was getting more and more and more discouraged because I just felt like, oh God, if you have all of these things for me, why am I in this space? Why am I here? Why am I going through this? But then he also said that the weight is for development. So God is making you wait to continue to develop you. He's not making you wait because he's not going to do it. And it's also to strengthen your faith so that you know when it's done. You know that this is what he wants for you. You know that this is what he did. It wasn't... You know, it wasn't the ways that you thought of yourself because I'm like, I feel like I keep coming up with ways for you to make this work and you're just not doing it. And he's like, my will, not yours. I have to submit his will, not mine. I don't know how God is going to do it. I don't know. But I do know I have to find solace in in in. Rest in him. He said, come to me, all who, all you who are weary. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke. For it is easy. I will give you rest. And I've been wondering, I'm like, oh, why am I just so tired? I'm just so tired. I'm overwhelmed. I'm tired. And you're just like, because you're not resting in me. You're still trying to come up with ways for for this, that, and then you're getting upset when I'm rejecting them, but I'm I'm protecting you. This is not it. This is not it. You have to come to terms with the fact that you're still trying to make it work on your own. I bring up the scripture where he said, so I let you do your devices. He said, so I, I released you to your own devices. But if you would just come to me, I will fulfill you. I let you go do your own thing. I'm watching you do your own thing. Tire yourself out. Because you're sitting right here trying to make it work, trying to do this, but you got to trust me. If it's my promise and I made it to you, I'm going to make it come to pass because it's not just for you. A lot of us feel like, oh, our promises is for me, but your promise is connected to other stuff. So, of course, God wants it to come to pass just as bad as you do. Because your promise is connected to other things. It's not just about you. So he's like, I know what I'm doing and I'm faithful. I'm going to make it come to pass because this is connected to something else. But you have to trust me with this. If you're going to jump and do this and, you know, they kept saying what the enemy wants you to do is jump out there 
before you're even ready. And that kept hitting me. I'm like, you know to me, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, God just don't want me to have it. I'm ready. I don't know why he keep making me wait. I'm ready. He, I should be in this place by now. I should be in this place by now. He's like, I don't know what God has for me. I really don't. I have a general idea, but I really don't know. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know. He said, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. I don't know. And I'm sitting here trying to come up with all these alternate ways, trying to figure out, well, maybe it could look like this. Maybe it could look like that. And he's like, if you just take it one step at a time and you just trust me, I will show you. You have to allow me to show you, though. So I hope this bless somebody and this helps somebody. Just to take it one step at a time and stay in communion and in close relationship with God. And if you if, if you feel like God has disappointed you, it's time to come with terms that come with the terms that maybe maybe that was something that you did on your own. Maybe hey God, I, I made a I've created an expectation based off of my limited information. And I thought this is what you was gonna do. And when you didn't, it hurt me. But I recognize that you know more than I do. It says lean on lean on his lean on him his understanding, not our own. I recognize you know more than I do. I don't I don't know. I don't know what you have for me, but I will trust you. And I will stop trying to create it and manufacture it on my own. You would do it on your own time. At perfect timing. When I'm ready. And when you see fit. And I trust you. Just show me how to serve every moment and every season that I'm in. Show me how to steward it. Show me what you want to bring out of me. Help me throughout every process. Teach me how to be like you. He brought up something that was very important. He said, a lot of us, we wait, but look at how we wait. How are we waiting? Are we waiting, you know, trusting him? Or are we waiting impatiently like, God, where you at? And he said, God's character is not impatient. So if you're waiting impatiently, maybe God is trying to teach you patience to be more like him. Character. I was just like, you know, there's some development. If I'm being honest, there's some development that I do still need to do. And my pride and and everything and this disappointment just really had me to the point where I felt like, you know, God really don't know what's best for me. I know what's best for me because this is what needs to happen and this is what should happen and da 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 da. But I don't even know this thing that He has. You know, and if I continue to do it on my own, I'm going to get what I built. He said, do not toil you. You know, you, you for man, work in vain. You can work in vain, and I've been doing that. You can work in vain. You can build something that, that what man build, man got to sustain. You could build something, and then you got to sustain it. Or you can allow God to build it, and God sustains it. So... Which way would you rather have it? And I'm just like, I would rather God. That's too heavy for me. I would rather God 
building in God, sustaining. I'm just going to do what he's asking me to do at the time. What did he, what did he, what did he say in Daniel? Um, and all of these things will be added onto you. Daniel just did what the Lord asked him to. He didn't toil you for it. And God added all of those things onto Daniel. That wasn't something Daniel had to work for. God said, I will give you what man toil you for. I will give it to you freely. But you got to trust me. You you just you gotta you gotta do what it is that I need you to do. Wait for me. Wait. And wait well. Do not get weary in well doing. So yeah, I pray for you guys. Let me pray out. Cause today's my dad's birthday and I gotta make my dad dinner. He's like a hungry hippo. Um, and I, I was going to get ready to start at 7.30, so I'm trying to be good with time management. But thank you guys for just, this was just a quick little drop-in. But thank you guys for just waiting and bearing with me. So, God, I just lift up everybody on the other side on the other side of this phone who may be going through exactly what it is that you're bringing me through. God, I just ask that you place your hands on us and cover us in the blood of Jesus from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet. God, I ask that everything that's in our heart, you just bring out of us and whatever process we got to go through to get back into this fight with you that we go through it. God, a lot of us are hurting in our hearts. We're dealing with disappointment and sadness and discouragement and just uninterest, God. Our, Our relationship with you is just chipping away, God. But you know our hearts. You know we love you. You know, we're just misinformed and ignorant to a lot of the situations. So, God, I ask that you come and comfort us and that you bring solace and that you bring wisdom into our lives. God, I just ask that whatever need that needs to be met, that you meet it and that in the process, in the middle, because, God, we're in the middle. We just continue to trust you. God, I ask that, you know, we we don't be ignorant or prideful, take pride out of our heart, and that we are real and honest with ourselves about where we are, and we trust you with every blemish, with every dark spot in our heart that you will remove it. You said that you will wash us as white as snow. So, God, as we're going through this process, I just pray that, you continue to give us clarity um that you do, you do you continue to keep reaching for us you said that you would leave the 99 you continue to fight for us with your reckless love that you continue to come for us like you always do you do not let us go astray for too long you always send help you always send somebody you always send a word you never just let us go And God, may we just hold on to the fact that you are a loving God who will fight for us and who sees us. God, just cover us and may we just stay in your refuge. And may we remember your character every time a situation happens to sway us or take us away from you. It's in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Bye, guys. I love you. Have a great night.